We butchered a lot of whales. At the same time, you know, we talked about that time someone died at a cupcake-eating contest. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> what more do you want? Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rooting Around podcast. I'm Kevin. I'm Tom. And I'm Ed. And today we are talking about whales. 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 Where two-thirds of the Rooting Around podcast kind of is from. You're not from Wales, Kev, but... I grew up there. You grew up there. Yeah. Born and raised, this one. No, Swansea posh. Swansea posh. Swansea is very posh. I was the posh <laughs> part of Swansea. No, I wasn't from the posh part of Swansea, but I was called Swansea posh when I was growing up. Were you? Yeah. What, because you've got an English accent? Uh, partly, well, partly that. Didn't really have an English accent. Partly because I'm from the Gar, darling. Yes. Oh, are you? Well, from the North Gower. If anyone's watching from Swansea... No, people from Swansea, no. Anyone outside of Swansea, Gower, the south side, and the north side. Most geographical things have a north and a south. Um, <laughs> Vast majority of them, yes. Um, and uh, south side's the posh side. North side's not posh side. I'm from the north side. But the posh end of the north, not, not, not posh side. All right. We're so getting inside, like... inside the date line again, <laughs> isn't it? Um, I think we've got a few things to straighten out. So... Over the last week, for the first time, one of our videos has gone viral. I would say that's viral. Yeah. It's had two and a half million views. Fortunate, way, fortunately, it was in an episode that I wasn't in. It's probably the reason why it's gone viral. It probably is, yeah. Shout out to Amanda, making us go viral. Um, and it's regarding a contentious Welsh, Welsh phrase for jellyfish. So the fun way to say it... Push God wibbly wobbly. Yeah, and that's what the video was about. And a lot of people, well, I wouldn't say a lot of people, about three or four people from Wales have kicked off. Hmm. Everyone find, well, Not everyone finds it funny. A lot of people found it funny, and they just spent their entire time going through and saying, it's not true, it's this. Um, yeah. What was it? Is this Slovren Moor? Oh, I think there's like, there's, well, there's Contamor. Which is, I have to say, I almost it's, like that It's more. incredible. Um you know what that means, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know what then. It's like seg, self, selfren, something. It's like shiny, shiny, something. I don't know. See something. Sounds boring. But the funny thing is that a lot of people commented saying, "I'll oh, just for English people to make fun of it." And the three people in the video are not English. Yeah. Yeah. Ironically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, two of us grew up in Wales. Like, I was taught that when I was younger. I was even taught Poppy Ping. I was taught Poppy Ping as yeah. well. Were you really told that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Probably says more about teaching of Welsh in South Wales. <laughs> it says in, a lot about Newport, yeah. I think. I think well. I, I'm quite... But were they serious about it? Were they just like, oh, you can say it, but it's not the actual word? I think it's just a way of engaging kids into a language that, unfortunately, it doesn't really... I mean, the, the original term for jellyfish is contimor, right? Right, Like, that's like the oldest... Yeah, 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 yeah. Two, three that are around. They're not going to teach children that. Like, <laughs> you want, yeah, you, that's you really wouldn't. true. So you've got to have something more fun and... Wibbly wobbly is more fun than you know. I like it. Aggressive term for vagina. Um, so yeah, it's just a bit of fun slang. Yeah, and also more the more people who learn who learn about and are interested in the Welsh language, the better. Of course, of oh. course. Like I, I moved to Wales when I was in year five, so I was like nine or ten, and I was just like I f felt behind on it, and I didn't feel like it was my language for some reason. Well, I, I don't speak it, and I grew, I spent you know. Oh, I thought you spoke it like a little bit. Well, I, so you, I speak. I know enough words. I know the words that you learn when you go to school and learn it for twelve years, but don't actually care. 
Yeah. Like, I, I know what... I, I remember all the fun bits. Rudwin Hoffy Coffee. Better Amster, Mr. Blythe. What's the time, Mr. Wolf, etc. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. And I can know, like, when you go to the train station, where it's like a train Nessav and a platform die. Yeah, like the next train on platform oh, yeah. two. Oh, yeah, die tree. Pedwa pimp. Quich. Scythe. Oi, snow dig. Yeah, I still remember up to five. They do this really weird thing up in North Wales, and I'm not going to shit on North Wales too much in this episode. You, you do that on a regular um, basis. <laughs> there's two there's two counting systems in Welsh. Do you know about this? What? No. What do you yeah. mean? One, two, three, four, five, and a different... Well, the numbers are the same, obviously, because that's how numbers work. But, um, <laughs> yeah, but that... So in, in some, some Welsh, like in classic Welsh, it's a base 15, and in modern Welsh, it's base 10. So right. like... No. You go one in to deg, and then you go deg to die deg, die deg, two tens, three deg, three tens, three, etc. And then um, up in North Wales, they go up to one to 15, which is thump deg, and 16 is 15 one. To be honest, you only hear them speak like that on um, on the rugby. But also, they show the numbers on the rugby, so I don't even need to know the numbers. <laughs> so that's a win-win. So how was growing up in Wales? I, <clears throat> so, I went to a primary school. Oh, okay. My village, the village I'm from, Wormford. Wormford? Wormford. W. Wern. <laughs> Wormford. Uh, it's a tiny little village on the North Gower, literally on, on an estuary. Like on a tidal estuary, so some every every few, two or three times a year, can't leave the village because the road's flooded. Really, you got to wait for the tide to go out. Um, Why would they put the village there? Uh, oh, cockles, <laughs> cockle fishing, cockle. because oh. they used to, that's where the cockle fishing. Would you fish for cockles? I think you just dig for them, don't you? Yeah, so you sift, sift for cockles. <laughs> um, Pick. Pick cockles, yeah. yeah cockle picking, that's yeah. what they are. Um, there's about 70 people in that village, and me and my sister were pretty much the only kids for a while. That um, that explains so much, yeah. yeah no. 70 people, yeah, something like that. Wow. Not many, maybe, maybe a few less. Uh, I went to a primary school next, next, oh, nothing in the village. There's a church which has a service once a month and a post box, no telephone booth. Uh, there was a phone booth. There was one, but it was up the top. It was up the top of the hill by the bus stop. So you had to walk like almost a mile to get to the phone. Every bus stop in Wales is at the top of the hill, isn't it? Yeah, it's <laughs> a lot of hills in Wales to be fair. Yeah, um, and I went to a into a little local primary school, which was just basically the school that all the farmers sent their kids to. So I grew up around farmers, sheep farmers, I suppose. Uh, yeah, all sheep farmers. So you, you could, are so the you could, stereotype of so Welsh you could person. you could go out. So on the marsh where I lived. Um, I didn't live on a marsh. I lived on a house, which was on which was next to the marsh. Obviously, um, you see all like the sheep could just graze there wild, um, not wild. Obviously, you know what I mean. And each of the farmers they paint the, they paint the sheep mm. with, like their little initial. Oh yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. And you'd be like, oh, that's Pritchard's sheep. Well, that's like Die Boy's sheep. Die Boy. And they'd be like, Die was here. Do you know what Die? Die is um, short for David. In, in Wales. Yeah, David, die. Pa. I die. I buy. They're little Wills. Williams. Shouldn't be. Shouldn't be. William. Gwill. Gwillem is Welsh. Oh. William. 
Gwilym Dafoe. Gwilym Dafoe, exactly. Um, is really He's not Welsh, is he? No. no. <laughs> God, we'd, have, we'd have claimed him a long time ago if he was. Oh, that was one thing I was looking at today, because there's always this, like... There's a few really cool people from, from South Wales, and um, there was always this myth that Anthony Hopkins lived on the same road as my school. So I looked it up today. Did he? He didn't. He was born in Port Talbot, but his mum used to uh, run one of the pubs next to my house. Oh, no way. Was it landlady? She was the landlady for the, the ship in, in Killian. I think I went, to, I took you to Killian once. Yeah, 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 yeah we yeah. went to Killian. So did Anthony Hopkins grow up in Killian? Oh, he's born, he was born in Patalbert and then went to... I didn't get that far. I just found out that... I, I'm guessing so, yeah. That's a good, that's a claim to fame. Yeah. So he's he's the most famous Newport person. You claim him as Newport. Goldie-looking chain. Goldie-looking chain, obviously. Masters. Yeah. If anyone listening to this podcast, I doubt there is, maybe some of the international listeners, uh, haven't heard of Goldie-looking chain. I haven't. Um, what? Okay. This is a problem, Ed. Goldie. Goldie looking chain. They are Wales' biggest and and only contribution to hip hop culture. <laughs> <laughs> so they're a rap group from Newport that rap early two thousands. Yeah, we're yeah. doing mid mid two thousands. So you need to listen to Half Man Half Machine. Yeah, Guns Don't Kill People. They film they filmed that uh, quite close to my house as well. I'd also recommend The Maggot. That's a quality song. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just them, like, they're satire. Like, they're they're a joke band, but they're really fucking good and uh, really funny. And they're, it's all just rapping about Newport. It's all... Uh, as well as a song about Cumbran, Fresh Prince of Cumbran. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, have you been to Cumbran? I have been to Cumbran. I went to the shopping centre. Long time when I was a child, I used to get taken up there. That's, that's was, about probably it. Probably when I was naughty. <laughs> Got to do a bit of housekeeping though. Um, oh yeah, you know the population of uh, Wales. Oh yeah, yeah. I actually don't. Three, actually, it's like three and a bit million. Isn't it? Yeah, three point one million. So um, they're about the same level as our new uh, listenership, isn't it? Really? Just about. To be yeah. fair, like that one video is pretty close to three million, which is if you put it in perspective, it's pretty mental. Wales uh, area twenty thousand seven hundred seventy-nine square kilometers. Beautiful square kilometers. I might which add. Is eight Luxembourgs. Eight Luxembourgs. Which is not wow. that much. Yeah. Well, there we are. <laughs> oh, there we are then. Still better. Um, <laughs> well, it's not about the size. We've been over this. Bigger doesn't mean mean better. Well, I think the Welsh sing better. You also you, you're mining a moon, which doesn't happen. We've got fuckloads of coal, mate. That we don't mine anymore because <laughs> of Thatcher. <laughs> Is that all you've got? Well, no, I've got plenty of, of, of little facts, but I don't want to bore you. Okay, it's Mount Snowdon, biggest mountain in uh, in Wales. Uh, just over a thousand meters. Yeah, lovely. Is it second in, in the, the UK? UK? Yeah, Ben Nevis is. Ben Nevis is like thirteen hundred meters. In Wales, is more ca- castles per square mile than any other country. True that. Six, oh, that's cool. Six hundred castles. Literally, step out of my mum's house. She's the stud on the marsh. Marsh. Look to my left. Castle, about a mile away. Is it a good one? Uh, it's all right. I know the guys who own it. Oh, it's, it's like the, a it's proper the, castle. Still. It's the it's the guys, the same guys who own who own the sheep. Pritchard, Will Pritchard, <laughs> went to school with him. If, you want, if you're looking for Gower, the sheep and castles. castles. Well, no, they're the custodians. Oh, okay. maybe they've been there for generations. You know, <laughs> you know, if you know what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's not going to listen to this. <laughs> it's also got the UK's deepest cave. 
And just in the beacon. Where's that? Danarogoff, where the dinosaur park is. This is going to be one big advert for my favourite tourist It's called Ogoff Fin. What's two F's again? F. <laughs> just use one then. Wait, no, no, Finian... whoa, 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 whoa. Stop, stop, Ed. Okay. Stop. <laughs> two F's is F, one F is V. Not difficult. Okay. Can I have a look at your phone? Ogov Fanon Fanon D. Something black, probably the black hole. Well, yeah. UK's deepest so cave. So creative. 308 meters deep and three, uh, 30 miles of tunnels. It's all right. Just to give a bit of perspective. Where's, where's that? <laughs> like where's the that? In, in I, the, I don't know. In the Breckens? Probably. Or further north, I don't know. But 30 miles of tunnels, 30 miles is like the biggest, the, the biggest distance you can go like east to west in Luxembourg. Oh, so our cave is... is... <laughs> Yeah, deep. Okay. It's, pretty, it's a pretty good network of uh, tunnels. It's pretty sick. People, people might not know this, but I, st- I still living. I, I live in Wales. I mean, oh yeah, you can you, you commute. I commute to a different country for for a podcast. I still get that little sort of giggle of joy every time I get go back over the bridge. Yeah, not, not because I'm leaving England because I'm not paying the toll anymore to get back oh, to yeah. Wales. Oh ah, yeah, owned by the bloody French. That was, wasn't it? Was, was it? The French yeah, company yeah. built it. Was it? And that was yeah. Is just paying back like the French government the loan? Nah, it's a, it's a company. All right. Well, that's yeah, that was that was a pain in the ass. I'm surprised the the British government didn't make the most of it and just like started. Well, didn't stop like the toll and just kept the money. Oh God, yeah. After like oh, the they, least there would have been there would have been riots on the streets of Aberdeer if that happened. <laughs> Aberdeer is nowhere near the bridge, but you get the idea. How was your um, South Wales childhood? Uh, <laughs> uh, it was. It was really good, actually. Um, I moved there, as I said, when I was about 10. And I had an English slash Irish accent. In I, bet a small... got, I bet you got fucking destroyed in school at first. At first, but then I was really fast at running. So everyone was like, oh, actually, he's he's pretty cool. He's good at bulldogs. Maybe you could, <laughs> maybe you could play rugby. Uh, we can just casually ignore the genealogy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> but it was good. It was growing up in Newport as um, as someone who likes rock and roll music and skateboarding and things like that. There was it was literally in school. If you liked that kind of music, you were called a, a sweaty. We were, we were called gothics. Gothics, sweaties, um, sweaties, sweaties. Yeah. Why? And then everyone else were called trendies. Yeah, we uh. had we had we had townies. You townies. townies. Yeah, yeah. Spice boys. I think that's a UK-wide thing. Uh, we didn't get Spice Boys until till the later years in Newport. But it was, in, in general, yeah, it was wicked. It was a um, great music scene. I basically just grew up around all the all the music venues in, in Newport. It was amazing. The legendary TJ's is Newport. It's is South Wales' CBGB's. Is it still going? No, no. It's in tatters. Mm. I, feel like, I feel like that a lot of the... A lot of the clubs I started drinking in and going out and clubbing in, like like Monkey Club in Swansea and like Cafe yeah, Man, all just closed. I went. I was in Swansea last weekend. Um, it's miserable. I walked past and it was a fucking Turtle Bay, and my heart just like just sank. Someone died in uh, Monkey, didn't they? Yeah, a cake was eating it? contest. I was there. A cake. No, you weren't. Con- I, yes, I was. You were. Oh my god. I yeah. was. I was there. There was a cupcake eating competition, and the guy, a guy, choked to death. Ruin the vibes. <laughs> um, yeah, they were having some. They had, they did, you, did you actually see it? Or were you no, just was, there? So 
in Monkey, you'd go in. For those who <laughs> for those who won't ever get the chance, I'll explain it to you. Go in, and that's like bar, downstairs, dance bit, like the cafe bit. Go upstairs, club room, drum and bass, and you go upstairs again. You had like the up door, up door, uh, rooftop ish terrace where everyone should smoke weed. Did you ever go to Monkey? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you, you know what I mean. Yeah. And they were doing the cupcake eating on the top floor. So he died on the top floor, which is the worst floor to die on, logistically. Um, <laughs> and then... Um, well, yeah, it's fact. Just throw it out the window. Yeah, you got to bring him down the stairs. It was a nightmare, those stairs, when you were, when you were uh, intoxicated. Or dead. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, I used to... I remember once I was, I was in Monkey, and um, it was like a fancy dress contest or something. Fancy, fancy headwear, and all I had at home was a snorkel. So I was just like going around monkey, like swimming, pretending to swim with a snorkel. Friends would pour like vodka and coke. <laughs> That's down my such snorkel. a good idea, actually. And I just, I the first time I heard of fancy dress, I was so confused. It was probably freshers. I was like, "What are we all just gonna like rock up in suits or something?" Like fancy for me meant fancy. What would you call it then? In English, or did you did you ever dress up? Oh, I bet you've got like yeah, but spoke a different language. But if you if you got invited to a costume party in the Netherlands, not in the Netherlands in Luxembourg, oh, well, let's say you invited poorly. to one in the Netherlands, uh, and you're like, oh, I can make the commute, but <laughs> I'm just gonna drive four hours. Yeah, uh, why well, don't speak Dutch? Well, you basically oh, Ed, Jesus, fuck! Just answer the question. <laughs> just all this time, I'm just doing this so I can remember, like, remember the words. How would you say it? I can't remember. What about French? Soirée, fête de costume, soirée déguisée. It would be. An evening disguise. Oh, <laughs> disguise. That's, that's, oh, god, that's so. What's that? Um, that's James Bond. No, what was that film? Eyes wide shut. Mm. Very like little mask on. I bet that was your. That's. I bet that's what a Luxembourg costume party's like. Everyone wears those weird Venetian masks, a cape, and they all just fuck. Orgy. Would you still hold it and fuck at the same time? Depends. If you got convenient. like, a, if you got I thought like, that was a rule. What if, what if one arm gets tired or the other one for whatever reason? I suppose you maybe. Why don't they just not have the sticks and just have them like normal masks? I don't know why you have masks like that. I don't know what the purpose of them is. No. Oh. <laughs> um, Ed. Yes. You recently went to Wales. Oh, be, you did. Albeit yeah. the posh bit, which is next to England, but we'll we'll gloss we'll gloss over. <laughs> um, been to Wales several times now. How was it? It was raining. Yeah. yeah. Standard. What every time? Uh. By and large. No, no, it wasn't. Not every time. But yeah, this time we just, uh, my parents were visiting and they've seen Bristol many times. So they were like, okay, take us somewhere else. And um, what's it called? Is it the Y Valley? Like y, we, yeah, Y Valley, beautiful. Uh, we just drove like, there's a road that just follows it. It's really nice. So we just went there and um, it wasn't raining in Bristol. We get that literally the start of the valley starts raining and it, didn't stop until we left basically came back to Bristol sunny that yeah. always happens that was, that's the, the weather the, it's like and stay out <laughs> uh, <laughs> very green though very green uh, also the, the that abbey uh, what is it called Tintin yeah Tintin Abbey yeah, it's nice Tintin um, Abbey I was shocked though because you get there it's it's a massive building but it's ruins really I mean you can see through and everything uh, parking costs like four pounds for the day you can't or five pounds for the day you can't do like a one hour thing and then I'm pretty sure it's also like six pounds it's National Trust to, mate they get visit. you a rip off oh, yeah. it's, it's a Ponzi and, scheme but, but the thing is <laughs> <laughs> the thing is it's not like it's hidden like you don't have to go in 
You can just look at it from outside. It's totally fine. Like you mm. see everything, given that you know it's just holes. I don't think I've been. You're just looking. It's at, nice. It's just, really just outside Chepstow. Yeah, it's, 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 it's nice. It's Zero nice. excuse. Um, I, I haven't. I've haven't, I've cycled past it once. I wouldn't pay to go in. Yeah, no, I mean, there's no point. You can literally see everything from outside. Well, th- there might be like a few signs to read and stuff like that. But yeah. So where where else have you ventured? In worlds in general. Yeah. Well, um, the sa- uh, the episode with Sam we described uh, how we went to. Oh, um, you went to the clean place, uh, didn't you? Yeah, it was denied in Oh, of, in of North that. Wales, yeah, yeah. Um, and well, just driving through, like to get there, drove through Central Wales, so saw like. The remote place in the middle, like which are the quaintest, I like that. I loved it. It's amazing. A lot of like reservoirs and stuff like that. Beautiful. Did um, anyone ask you for fifty p or a fag? No. Why? Not yeah, really. Been been to but I've, yeah. I've not yeah. been to Newport. Yeah. I've not been to cities. I've not been to Cardiff. Not You've been not Swansea. been to Cardiff. I don't know. It hasn't happened yet. It will, I'm sure. One day. You know. I'd, I'd love to take you uh, for a night out in Newport. No, you well, wouldn't. The, you wouldn't last in uh, Newport, mate. Some. Once that too, so it might happen one day. We should do it Um, definitely. We should do a Wine Street one as well because I want to get a bit of a bit of fun out of this. Yeah, there's uh, there's one thing that I say to people if they want to experience cultural Wales at its finest is get the last train back to Newport from Cardiff on a Friday night. Oh God, I can imagine. It is. It's just. (laughs) It's like in a petri dish. Just Wales. Just everyone's wrecked. Some people are fighting. Some people are singing Tom Jones. It's, yeah. Some people are getting off with each other in the corner. Everyone's gross. It's amazing. Like chips all over the floor. Yeah. <laughs> vague waft. What do bag. you have your chips with? Curry sauce. Curry no, sauce. The only thing. Cheesy chips. Why Why would you have anything else on it? I don't know. I'm just asking. Don't know. There's a, a lot of cheesy <laughs> so chips defensive. and beans in, in Newport. Beans? Cheesy yeah, chips and beans. Cheese, cheese <laughs> chips and beans. It's a lot. It's not a lot because you have amazing. no. It's not you have jack potato with cheese and beans. So why wouldn't you have it with chips? Speaking of speaking You've of, you've got fo- a great great point there. Speaking of food, Ed, you, oh, you what normally have you do got all. For us? I have done my research and I've actually I, had this before. As I well. almost you should have brought Welsh. Uh, cakes. I was go- I looked in the shop; they didn't have any. That's oh. how that's how how much we love them. So Aldi, Aldi's just around the corner and they've got some with no sugar on there. So well, fuck that. Um, but first, like before we go to desserts, um, what's to start? What's to start is. Something that Americans would probably find hilarious. Faggots. Yeah, faggots. Faggots um, and peas. Lovely. Which is, I mean, I'm just describing it. I'm sure you're well-versed into what faggots are. Careful. Um, why? <laughs> <laughs> just meatballs from lamb and pig's liver. Yeah, delicious. I didn't realise it was liver. Mm. They, are, they, they are really tasty. Awfully, the first yeah, time nice. I had that was, anyways, um, at, oh, it's like a museum, like an outdoor museum. of St. Faggots. Exactly. So you, have, yeah. so you have been to Cardiff. Well, I didn't go to the city though. I, I went there with my parents like three years ago when they came visit. <laughs> we always try to leave you. you went as an tree. adult. I love that. I was. I was there. Why, I'm, go, I'm going there in a couple of weeks for a work thing. Excellent. Why do you, as an adult, like? Because I, I, they were the only places to go for school trips. That and te- it was Technoquest. Technoquest. <laughs> Technoquest. Saint Fagans. And if oh. you're really, oh. really, really lucky. No, Oakwood. Oh, I'm Big Pit. I've still oh. never been to Big Pit. I haven't been to Big Pit, but I used to go to Oakwood every year. We need to Loved go to Big it. Pit. Let's yes. do it. <laughs> Let's do a podcast in the Big Pit. Yeah. What is, is big Pit's big... just a big mine oh, that yeah. you go for a tour in. Fair. Was it Sounds near Ebba Vale or something? Yeah, it's, up, it's in the it's valleys. The Ebba yeah. Valley. Yeah, that's where I had faggots. So, <laughs> it's, I mean, I'm sure you know the place. It's quite like the actual like 
entrance building is quite small and there's like a canteen type stuff. Oh, they've done it up now. It's massive. Well, when so was it? I, I went in 2019. I was there last year. Oh, okay. Maybe you did. It, it was quite small and it was like a canteen and it was like probably midday. So my parents and I were like, yeah, let's just eat something. <laughs> and I always joke that British Edward, food looks... what is this? <laughs> That's my impression of both of your parents. <laughs> yeah, I always joke that British food is quite beige, but that was like the the most beige like spread of food I've ever seen in my life. Did they like it though? I'm not going to lie, I can't remember my dad being necessarily very impressed. But I don't think they disliked it. It's, it's. I think that's like the most pork and beans. <laughs> but I think like that's how you British food is just nice. Like there's nothing wrong with it. It's nice. It's good food, but it's not. It's never gonna be like, oh my god, this is the craziest thing I've ever eaten. Oh my god, faggot's gonna take over the world. You can clip that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. All right, so what? So that's so we got faggots out of the way. That's yeah. um, and first then, class. Of course, Welsh cakes. I've got two things to say. Yeah. Uh, it probably won't come as a surprise that the world's loudest Welsh cake was made in Wales. How big was it? How many Luxembourgs, Ed? Ah, well, not, not, big, not big, even one Luxembourg. Not even you... one citizen of Luxembourg because it's six foot and I'm and I'm six foot five. What in diameter? Yeah, that's, that's fucking huge. huge. It, it, it looks big. It's not that big. But if you look at the picture where there's like fifteen people around it, like really proud and like the Guinness World Records guy with his diploma and stuff like that, a certificate. Do you know, it do looks you know, quite small. Do you know how <laughs> logistically hard it is to, well, to make I, a Welsh cake? I, I do know because it's because I was there. <laughs> I'm, I'm I the was guy. that Welsh cake. Um, no, it's 31 kilograms of ingredients. So I can imagine we can we can beat that. I got but a I feel feeling. Like, we honestly, can... like it's it on the picture, it doesn't look that crazy. Where was? Plus, do you, it's, do you know it's where still it quite thin. It's not like. All the proportions. Yeah, are it has kept. to be. It has to be thin. I know, but like if you if you'd imagine something because the Welsh cake is thin but it's small, if you imagine it big, you'd imagine it to be like thicker as well, not just. Yeah, but because more of, area. because of the way you cook it, because it's cooked on a little griddle thing, you gotta. Well, yeah, but, keep it but yeah. basically, it's just it's just they roll more dough. Where was it? I don't know. They are delicious. Have you had one? Oh yeah. So the first time I had one. Uh, was on my way to Bardsey Island. We stopped at a... I'm pretty sure Sam mentioned that story. We stopped at a cafe or hotel, something like that. Uh, and they had like this bakery coffee shop bit. And we had Welsh cakes there. It was the first time I had a Welsh cake. And my the sound recorders for the film, who was English but grew up in Spain, um, it was also his first time having one. And we were like, wow, this is amazing. And I've not had a better one since. Coffee number one do decent ones. They really? do. Yeah, they're, they're all right. Oh, okay. they're yeah. I've got one right next to my, my house. Oh, yeah, they're really good. Because I, I was, used to work in a I was like, wow, this Fuck is great. <laughs> and then that's when um, the woman working there asked us what we were doing there. And we said, oh, we're going to Bardsley Island to shoot a documentary. And she was like, oh, well, are you filming the, the birds or the weird people? And we're like, <laughs> the people. <laughs> So yeah, shout out to Bardsey Island, weird people. <laughs> there's more food. What have you got? No, have you got that, for us? that's all I've got. But knock there's got, more. Not got cowl. Well, you mentioned it mentioned last cowl, night. Last in in delicious soup that you have with the blocks sli- of cheese. Slice of cheese, cheesy leeks, cheesy oh, leeks. Slice oh, of rare, cheese. Yeah, rare bit. I thought it was like a, yeah, like a, a little block. Ch- yeah, a block, a little slice of block, slice of a block. But how, how thin is your slice? A block of slices. So, alright, you go to the shop, you buy a block of cheddar. Yeah. You slice that up into slices, 
rectangular ones, not big right. ones. Obviously. So quite thin then. Well, you know, half a centimeter thick. Yeah. Okay. It's still str- <laughs> still very very strange. I, I, I to this day <laughs> still don't. Still I've never had it. You never had cow. No. Oh, you missed out, man. That's good. Lamb oh, is is a very big oh. thing in Wales. Makes sense. Yeah. I once got chased out. I used to field next to my mum's house. Used to be full of sheep when they do when they do lambing. So like around sort of April May time. Um, and I used to go play in that field a lot. And every now and again, I'd go in and I'd get chased by a ewe. It was like it's a female sheep uh, protecting her lambs. <laughs> Any uh, notable incidents? <laughs> Not that I can remember. I used to like leave the if I left the gates to my mum's house open, invariably I'd come back and there'd be sheep in the garden. My mum'd be like, Get those sheep out the fucking garden. It doesn't sound like that, but How did you get the sheep out of the garden? Well well, you see, sheep sheep are sheep are dumb, but they're not stupid. Like they know, like they'll do anything they can to stay in, in that nice piece of fresh new grass and they will eat it and shit everywhere. So you've almost got to think like a sheep dog. And you've got to like track round them, make sure that they haven't got any ways that they can like escape down one way. Because once once one of them starts going, the whole herd's like, oh, he's on something. Ah. And, uh, yeah, it's all like join it. So normally I'd slink up the side like a dog, obviously on all fours, um, <laughs> and then just try and get round the back of them, and get them out like Classic. zigzagging. Her dogs know what they're doing. Yeah, I used to watch. I'm not sure if you ever watched it on TV. Obviously, even on TV in England, but um, yep. Sheepdog trials. Yep. Did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, yeah. Ever watch, do you ever watch it in England or was it only in Wales? It was only in Wales. Like, every night you turn it. on TV and you'd be like, "The fuck is this?" And mm. then about two hours later, you're like, "It's on what is it? I'm sure." Yeah. What is it? Sheepdog trials. It's like where have you seen Babe? No. Pig, babe. The sheep pig in the sissy. The sheep pig. No. Yeah. God. It's basically when farmers, <laughs> farmers and their sheepdogs compete to to herd sheep oh, in the okay. most efficient and and quickest way it's a herding competition it's brilliant yeah I don't know where to go now nope say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill Well, I'm sure I've got something else. I don't actually have much. Uh, in 2019, okay. one million international tourists went to Wales. It's all right. Um, two of them were my parents. And I guess I count as well because I live in, in England. Well, yeah, where no, do you draw actually, the line as a tourist? I don't know. Well, it wouldn't be me. I'm not an international tourist if I live in, this, it's a in different the UK. Country. Well, it's a different nation. It's not. Yeah, but you can still go on a holiday, can't you? Yeah, but... I don't, think holiday, I don't think one million international tourists like counts people that live in I other parts of the UK. Uh, I yeah. feel like I feel like if we if if the Welsh tourism agency needed to fudge the numbers a bit, and they'd be like, "All right, well, yeah, this this weird Luxembourgish dude who lives in, in, the in Bristol." Stick in the English ones as well. And the most visited waterfall in the UK is Abadalice. No, please try again because I don't want to pronounce this. Well, you know what? A couple. 
Betis Ecoid. Betis Betis Ecoid. Betis Ecoid. It's nice up there. I don't know where that is. Up North Walesy way. Oh, there's a there's a place in Newport called Betis. Oh God, maybe it's in South Wales. No, no, no there's it it no waterfall there. No, definitely not. It looks quite nice. I saw the pictures. Um, um, I did while we're on waterfalls. I did. Um, this is going to involve a bit of reading from me, and this is a one of like the most popular waterfalls in South Wales. Um, but it's called Devil's Bridge. So I'm going to read you a folklore tale about this now. So. In the 11th century, the devil visited Wales as he had never been there before and he had heard that the scenery was breathtaking. He soon came across an old lady who seemed upset. What's the matter? he asked out of curiosity. Oh, I'm in such a terrible muddle and I don't know what to do. My cow has wandered across the river and I can't get her back. Classic. Ah, said the devil. What you need, my dear, is a bridge and I am just the man to build you one. Why don't you go home and in the morning there will be a bridge waiting for you. All I ask in return is... Uh, is to keep the first living thing to cross the bridge. Okay, then, she said. It's a bargain. I'll see you in the morning. Nosta. Which means good night. That night, she wondered about this stranger who would build her a bridge. What a strange request. Why should I cross the bridge to get my cow back if he wants to keep me in exchange? Mind you, it's a very tempting offer. The next day, she got up and called for her faithful dog. Together, they went down to the river. Well, well. She couldn't believe her eyes. And in front of her was the best bridge she had ever seen. I told you I would build you a bridge, said the devil, appearing from nowhere. Now it's your turn to keep your side of the bargain. And then she said, I know, you get to keep the first living thing to cross the bridge. And as she started to walk towards the bridge, but then when she got to the edge, she stopped, took out a loaf of bread from her pocket, and hurled it across the bridge. And as quick as a flash, before the devil could stop it, the dog chased after it. Ah! Screeched the devil. You stupid old woman, I don't believe it. Your smelly, hairy farm dog has come become the first living thing to cross my bridge. It's no good to me, he screamed, and then he vanished. Well, the devil was never seen in Wales again because he was so embarrassed about being outwitted by the old lady. High in the mountains, near Aberystwyth, there is a village where the very old bridge crosses a deep gorge. Above it, two other bridges are lit at late, built at later dates, but the lowest one, well, they say that the devil built it himself. Yeah, Devil's Bridge. Yeah. You been? I've not, but... um. I, I know exactly where it was a really on a really famous um Welsh language TV crime show called uh, a gwicht. Called what? A gwicht. A gwicht. A hinterland. Um oh, what was the really famous Welsh soap opera? Publicum, my friend. Publicum. Publicum. People yes. of the valleys. <laughs> I'm talking about big famous things from um I'm from Wales. I'm not sure it is actually from Wales. It's definitely shot there in, in base there. Gavin and Stacey. Yeah, there you go, Gavin and Stacey. Oh, no. yeah, no, that's uh, uh, called Gavin near and Barry. Yeah, oh. Bar- oh, yeah, Barry, Barry Island. Island. I was at Barry last weekend, paddle boarding, and a lovely time. Welsh Riviera. Yeah, the, well, <laughs> well, South Wales Riviera. If you go to Llechi, they call it the Costa del Camarthenshire. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking, well, you actually, I'm really glad you, you raised um, sort of demonic type of. Uh, Oh, we're going. I've, I've got some more demon stuff We've for you got, as well. I've got. I've got one here. Um, it's a, a creature called the Avanc, um, a lake monster from Welsh mythology. The Avanc can be also be traced through references in British and Celtic folklore. This is where it gets good. Sometimes described as taking the form of a crocodile, giant beaver, or dwarf. <laughs> like all- a mythical dwarf, or like a. I just think like a small beaver. Right. Um, 
is also said to be a demonic creature. The Avank was said to attack and devour anyone who entered its waters. Uh, various versions of tale are known to have existed. Yolo Morganug, who revived Welsh Bard tradition to the 19th century, popularized the version of the myth that had Hugh Gadalan's two long-horned oxen drag the Avank from the lake, enabling it to be killed. An earlier, earlier variation of this had the oxen cast the Avank into Llinfanon Las, Lake of the Blue Fountain, mm-hmm. uh, where it was unable to breach its rocky banks to escape. Um, so yeah, I'll show you a picture of it now. It is. Have you got it there? Um, I I do, and there are some there are some like naturally really brilliant pictures of like really well stylized ideas of what it would look like, and then there's like the mid seventies ch- kids book picture, which is the one I'm going to show you. <laughs> it's it looks like, it'll, it's it looks, a bear with a crocodile's head. Well, it looks made up. That's well, what it is um, made up. Well, that's what zoologists thought about um, uh, platypus when they were first stuffed and sent. I've read about this. It was actually. it was in the Natural History Museum in in London as and well, they, I think. And they were like, "Nah, this is made up." Yeah. And then it took years until someone else found another platypus. Yeah. And they were like, "No, he was right." Yeah, they are very cool. An well, anomaly, aren't they? Well, speaking of animals that aren't made up, goats. Talk to me. I love goats. Uh, uh, I think I know where you're going with it. You mentioned goats earlier, but now, now I think I know where you're going. I, I love a goat more than a sheep. There's a really famous goat in Wales, and um, he lives near me actually. Like every time I walk, walk up the road, past Mandy Barracks, if I'm lucky. And what kind of goat are you talking about? Creators of all time, or? No, animal. No, animal. An, an actual animal. goat. Animal. So walk up past the barracks, and sometimes I see one of the soldiers walking the goat. Um, so his name, his name, his name is Schenkin, but he, he. That doesn't sound very Welsh. A few different regiments have goats in Wales as like their emblem, um, but only one of them gets to lead the Welsh rugby team out at the at the stadium. Um, and his name is Fusilier Llewellyn. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, this this is the replacement one. A goat borrowed from the 1st Battalion Royal Welsh by the 3rd Battalion Welsh to to replace the late, rest in peace, Lance Corporal Shen- Schenkin III. Um, Schenkin died in September, this is a couple of years ago, aged seven and a half, which is, I assume, decent for a goat. Um, uh, so they had to get a replacement for the autumn rugby. Uh, so that's where they got Llewellyn. Uh, Which one did we see then? We would have seen Schenkin. They got a new. Schenken. They got a new Schenkin. Schenkin the fourth, I imagine. Um, <laughs> so sh- sh- after the rugby, a new Schenkin will be selected for the third battalion. And Schenkin is born and, born and bred from the royal herd of goats. Apparently, it's a royal herd of goats, which is um, at Great Orm in Llandudno. Um Goats from the herd have been presented to the regiment since Queen Victoria first presented the Royal Welsh Fusiliers with its first official goat in 1844. After Schenkin's death, a letter was sent to Her Majesty the Queen officially informing her of the sad news and asking permission for the regiment to select a new goat. I got a quote from one of the soldiers. When we get our new goat, Llewellyn... No, when we get our new goat, Llewellyn will be returned to the 1st Battalion and I will start the process of training Schenkin. But Schenkin will be castrated. <laughs> oh, poor Schenkin. Yeah. That's it. That's the story of the goat. Yes. 
I love it. I love it. Like it's like that that that, that general penguin in Norway, isn't it? He yeah. lives in Scotland. <laughs> I love it when armies have like a random animal where they're given some bullshit title. I, I have to say, when we saw that goat, like... Good looking goat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but <clears throat> seeing the Welsh team come out in the Millennium Stadium is like the most electric thing I've felt mm. at any... Was the roof closed? Open. Doesn't it... it, it I've 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 never been inside a stadium when the roof's been closed, but even when it's open, it's like definite. It's something else. The, it, the singing is louder than anywhere else I've heard. Just it's, it's mental, awesome. Last oh, we went to the Italy game, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. God, that was a good game. We won for once. It was oh, a, it was Italy, the yeah. only game I've been to. What? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we have to go back. Only time in the stadium. Oh, mate. Yeah, this is it incredible? Have you been? No. You should. It's yeah, good. It's beautiful. Um, that's it for now for me. Yeah. Can you just? I've. I, I know that for me as a foreigner, it can be quite like. But no, not anymore. Of course, because I've been living here for like six years. Um, but for people who don't really like know that much about the UK, like, can you explain how Wales is a nation, but it's also part of another country? Mm. Because for a lot of listeners, if there's like listeners from. I don't know Armenia. They won't understand why Wales has a national team, for example, in most sports. But it's not a country. I well, don't know. I think you're probably in a better position to answer. Oh yeah, that than <laughs> I, really I was know. looking at Tom. Yeah, get really, fucked. I'm, I'm not. I'm not completely sure. I, mean, ah. I know. Like so. So the UK, the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland, right? Yeah. Has several nations in it. Yeah. And those nations are not independent, no, because they're not represented internationally, like by themselves. Is that like the only reason why they're not independent? I guess so. Because Wales has its own parliament, yes, right? yeah, Senate, or Senate. No, not Senate, Senate. <laughs> Get it right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Wales, brief. Poorly, and I can't wait for all of the Welsh nationalists to tell me how wrong I am in the comments. Um, in like the 1400s, 1300s, the last proper king of Wales, Owain Glyndwr, was defeated by the English and it killed him. And then basically Prince of Wales was installed as like the Lord Protector, which didn't really involve much protecting. It just involved like, you know. Owning. Owning, yeah. <laughs> in ma- in many ways, and this might be like a slightly controversial statement, Wales was the first British colony. Yeah, I've heard that um, before. Indeed, yeah. And that's so, why there's that's why there's so many castles because the English had to keep building them to. Oh, so most of the castles are like from English times. Yeah, it? they all are. All from like oh, maybe, okay. maybe some from the Norman period, but yeah, it's all just like keeping down the keeping the Welsh under the thumb of the English, you know. Yeah. Um, but in terms of why we have national teams, I'm not really sure. Re- I'm really unhelpful on that. Yeah, well. Maybe maybe, is, I, maybe in 10 years we might be independent. Be how great. do you feel about it? I'd, I'd, vote, I'd vote for independence if I had the chance. I think Scotland's up on that list first, though. Yeah, but well, that's a good thing. They'll get it first, see how it goes. And, yeah. then, and then we'll be like, oh, yeah, I'll give it a crack then. Same with, de- same with devolution. When we got when we got devolved powers in like nineteen ninety seven or ninety nine or whatever, um, 
We only did it because we only did it because Scotland were making such a fuss. It was just like, oh. wait, when was that you said? Oh, late late nineties, ninety seven. Oh, so before that, you didn't have your seventh. No, 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 we didn't have any representation. Oh, okay. We didn't have any sort of devolved powers in Wales. We've only been around for twenty odd years. And how much power did they have? Like, what did they do? <laughs> health, health, education, environment, some taxation. No, and some like local policing, but not the ability to change criminal law. No general taxations. Uh, no, and no foreign, foreign powers. No like foreign legislation. I think that the moment it got like it was the most obvious that they're different places is during COVID. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Because that's when like you know the, the British government decides something and then. Scotland would be like, no, nah, we're going to do this different. And then Wales was actually very different as well. It was it was stricter lockdown. Yeah. Which is borne out by our lower death rates. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's how was it? Um, how was it over there? It was right. How, how were people reacting to it? You get the, you get the Daily Mail idiots, but they're everywhere. Thick on the ground. We do have a lot of those in Wales, unfortunately. Yeah. We voted to leave for you. But, you know... Um, by and large, most people were like, when you look back at it, you're like, yeah, we probably did the right thing. And a lot of people's lives were saved. It didn't hurt anyone, did it? And, and I think support for the Welsh government went up massively during COVID because they did such a decent job. Um, yeah. But then also, ever since we've been a country, Labour have been in power. So all we've had is Labour governments. But it baffles me because then you're like, also. Voted for Brexit like sixty, seventy percent, something like that, something crazy. Yeah, but it's just, it's just which also doesn't make sense because a lot of the funding that yeah, all, Wales all got of, was all of from South, the EU. All of South Wales was built by not all of it, but like every everywhere you go in South Wales, you see one of those EU regeneration scheme signs. Mm. It is one of the poorest when it was still in the EU. It was one of the poorest areas in the EU. It's it's the poorest area in Western Europe. Um, I didn't realize that. Yeah, I know. But you don't, do you? And mm. Like, you see poverty in Newport, you see it in Swans, you see it in Cardiff. And then you go out to, like, I don't want to say the sticks, but that's not fair. Like, you go out to, like, really rural, Pem- not Pembroke, it's full of rich, rich English people, like Carmarthenshire or, like, Powys or Gwynedd. And, like, it's it's fucking hard. Like, everyone's a farmer. They don't make any fucking money. Mm. Well, they they lived there with an amazing livelihood and then just had the rug pulled out from underneath them and now nowhere to go and nothing to do same oh, same for the valleys we haven't even touched on the valleys mm. i don't know i was talking to i was talking to someone about it a couple of days ago like valleys used to be like thriving towns of hundreds of thousands of people not towns of thousands of people but like loads of like communities where people had had like their entire like four or five generations just worked in the mine or, like growing up in the town and then everything all the industry stopped nothing was put in place to replace it and they're just dead like you drive like the valleys are beautiful drive up it you're like god mm. I want nothing to do with this place. Yeah. Everyone's having a really fucking rough time. But they get on with it. Yeah. South Walians. Tough. Tough. Gets it like rural Wales, like Newport gets a really fucking bad rap for what it is. And it's got, it's got some shit parts to it, but it's also like, it was like the heart of Welsh music. It was, do you know about the Chartists? The Chartists, what, like back in the day? Yeah. There was a march Oh um, yeah, 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 yeah. From the valleys down into down into Newport, led by 
Jean Frost. There was three of them. I, I did a little bit of reading on it um, because that's one thing that Newport kind of hangs its hat on, that and the steel. Steel? I thought it was cold. They got a massive um, steelworks there. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. But not like a mine or anything. No. We don't no. mine steel, do you? I don't know. Do you not know how you make steel? No. God, you're so fucking soft, Ed. Why would I know how to make steel? <laughs> like, why, why wouldn't you know how to make steel? Iron ore. You make iron. Yeah, but you, then so you, you, then you mine iron. Okay, yes, of course you don't <laughs> mine like, bl- blocks of steel. Yeah, fight, but you don't... Neither neither do you mine blocks of iron. Yeah, but you don't... Okay, so how do you... Well, you, you, you excavate iron ore. And yes. then from the ore you get the... Get the iron. So you mine it. Of course you don't go well, and like get sometimes. fucking the Empire State Building straight out of your mind. Yeah, well, it's not. It's not like you like you're, you're walking down the down the path and you like bang your foot. And you're like, oh fuck, a lump of steel. Like, well, unless you're out. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, that's the, that's why that's why there's so much steel in South Wales or was because all the coals come from the valley and all the iron ores come is dug out of the valleys, send it down little valleys, rivers, and then on the coast they turn that into steel. It was it literally mm. like by the day you'd you'd like see the the chimneys get turned off by the day it was got like more and more of it got closed down in I never I've never seen that steel work I've only ever seen the Patalbert one because I used to oh yeah drive, drive past one it looks like Sauron is that one yeah, thing yeah, that's yeah. just burning constantly I know loads of people who work there loads of people loads of loads of well a few of my friends from school um, they were brickies like rebricking the blast. Uh, the blast furnaces. That's shit. No, I got I got um a lot of friends who worked there as well, and um my mate's dad brought me in, and I was allowed to take photos when it was all overnight and quiet. So I was wandering up and down like the it was fucking huge. I bet you would think like this would be a great place to make one of my rock music videos. Oh god, yeah, I'd be able to do a sick kickflip off that. But yeah, the Chartist movement. Um, so it was it was called the Newport Rising. Um. It was literally like a, a little battle. So about 4,000 people, led by John Frost, marched to Newport. Some of the Chartists were arrested en route, and they were held prisoner at the Westgate Hotel, which is like bang in the centre of town. Westgate, yeah. Soldiers of the 45th Regiment got deployed to protect the police that were holding the, the arrested, and then they were ordered to open fire at the crowds who were protesting the the Chartists release. A bunch of people were killed. Only four soldiers were injured. Um, but in the aftermath, 200 or more of them were arrested and 21 were charged with high treason. And then the three main leaders were John Frost, Zephaniah Williams and William Jones. And they were found guilty and were sentenced to Shire Hall in Monmouth to be hanged, drawn and quartered. And they were the last people ever to be sentenced with that in England and Wales. Whoa. Yeah. But there's still like bullet holes in the Westgate Hotel in the middle of town. Oh, really? Yeah. It was HMV. Now it's Starbucks. Oh, yep. Oh, corporatism. But no, they've they've turned the Westgate Hotel like the top end of it into like a an art space and a venue now. But Newport's like it's it's coming up in the world. It's like this weird like everyone wants to clean it up and get the culture like really raise it up. Where's the, the money ad- coming from to do that? Bill. It isn't. <laughs> yeah, Welsh government keep all the money in Cardiff. That's why Cardiff's nice and everywhere else is shit. There's, got, there's a lot start of like, somewhere. Yeah. There's a, there, a lot of people make a real effort and like, you know, make small bakeries and things like that. And then people are like, why am I paying five pounds for a fucking loaf of bread? Fuck off. And then no one goes there and it closes down. 
someone else tries again, it closes down. Mm. Um, yeah, but it's it's full of like really creative people, but also full of fucking lunatics. We got well. I want to talk about Swansea love story, but I feel like I just do. You have a hotel. I do have a hotel. Okay, let's do that. But I'm not gonna be able to get to a segue now. Um, well, I just said. <laughs> some in, some in I worked in the Celtic Manor once. That's where they had the Ryder Cup. Wales is really famous for golf. Yeah, do you know that. And Obama went as well. Obama went. I was in Newport when Obama was there. Didn't you meet Snoop Dogg? I didn't meet Snoop Dogg. I served Alice Cooper and Meatloaf. You served Alice Cooper and Meatloaf? No, and Meatloaf. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, and Ross Kemp. uh, Yeah, I remember you saying that. Was he he there for for gang purposes or for... Yeah, yeah, gang, gang, gang. Gang, gang, gang. Um, I'm Ross Kemp and I'm here in fucking France. Well, speaking of, um, thanks again. Speaking of, well, the Celtic, Celtic Manor is obviously the pinnacle of uh, overnight stays in Wales uh, and golf. And golf. Spe- well, there's no golf in this one, but um, speaking of bad hotels, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to transport you to the Castle Hotel. Where might the Castle Hotel be? If, if I was going to say, where's the worst hotel in Wales? What would you say? Well, after oh. after you've, you've spent an hour trying to convince me that Newport is not that bad, I'm not going to say Newport, but that would be where my first thought would go. Swansea. Mirtha. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mirtha Tidville. Tidville. Mirtha Tidville. 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 Sadly disappointing. Such a shame as my partner booked a romantic weekend away in Mirtha. Interesting. And this hotel really let us down. When we arrived, we wasn't, I'm reading verbatim, by the way, we wasn't greeted. We paid £50 in cash, £55, which is good value, but the man slammed our change in front of us. We then asked where our rooms were, and he just pointed to the stairs and said, it's over there. It was 1am in the morning, I'm heavily pregnant, and I expect some kind of customer service and shown my room at least, or, or at least better directions. When we got to our room, it was nothing like like it was advertised. A shower was not working, broken facilities, there was no heating, very cold draft coming in despite windows shut. It was very cold. The bed, however, was comfy, which is the only positive. When we spoke to staff about our experience, we was told God, to come back at 2pm for a full refund, apology and speak to manager. We came back later to be sworn at, shouted at and very abusive. The so-called manager wasn't there and called on phone and wouldn't listen. Refused refund and hung up on me. Threatened us with police. I couldn't believe... <laughs> That's the... so Welsh. I Call the fucking police, are you? I couldn't believe the poor manners I was experiencing. It really ruined my weekend. A wedding was also happening and they was experiencing problems and the management started showing at them next. <laughs> I'd be so gutted if, my, if it was my wedding and I received that abuse. Finally, did get a refund, which was good. No apology, and we just left. I wouldn't recommend. Such a shame as a hotel was a real pot- has real potential to be great. Response. Sorry to hear you had a negative experience during our stay. Unfortunately, the events of your stay here have been slightly exaggerated. Oh, yes. yes. And I hope you appreciate that we have a duty to correct any misinformation that may appear to wrongly accuse hardworking staff and other valued customers within our establishment. We had no prior notice of you and your partners concerning any issues you had during the stay until the checkout time of 11am. 
There is a room phone and a 24-hour manned reception desk to handle any, capitalised, issues regarding, regardless of time. Uh, when your issues were raised, they were taken seriously and you were notified that management would not be able to offer, offer the weekend, but they would do the best to resolve any issues via email or phone upon return on Monday, blah, 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 blah. Um, furthermore, to, fal- to falsely suggest that other guests experience bad service because of your need- because your needs were not met as you would have hoped, I feel is unfortunate. So whilst we take any complaints seriously, we will always strive to make our customers positive. Stay yours, Emma. Oh, yeah. Um, wish you well with the remainder of your pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's not the right one, but I've got one more. The title of this one is, and I think it's one of the best titles I've ever read, is The Reason We Left Wales. Me and my friend found the Castle Hotel on the internet when we were on a road trip through the United Kingdom. After a long drive from Weymouth, bracket England, we arrived at the Castle Hotel. First thing we noticed, there was no free parking as the website promised, so we parked our car, paid and changed our room. Our room was on the fourth floor, and the desk lady said that we had to carry our luggage up on the stairs. When we got to our, got, when we got out of our room to explore the city, we discovered that there was an elevator. Genius. Um, we asked the desk lady if there was if there was any fun to do anything fun to do in the city, and she directed us to an quote an area with nice restaurants and a cinema four miles down the road, <laughs> just down the road, around the corner. After a long walk, we arrived at the tourist hotspot only to find a rundown cinema, a McDonald's, a Pizza Hut, and a coffee shop. <laughs> Quite disappointed, we found out that the, that the city centre was just around the corner from the hotel. Um, our hotel room was so hot and dirty that we decided to stay away from it as much as possible. We ate something that was supposed to be a pizza and decided to visit a pub, drink enough to be able to sleep. We bought about £20 and planned to spend it all on beer. We didn't realise that the price of beer would be £1.70 a pint instead of the £5 we had to spend in England. At least some of the locals were fun drinking company. From our window booth, we could see people from other pubs fighting each other and occasionally fighting some some street gangs made up of 16-year-old kids. (laughs) (laughs) For (laughs) For some reason, we managed to get back to our hotel rooms and tried our best to sleep. Um... Woke up at 5.30 because of my bad bed and the extreme heat in the room. My friend woke up 15 minutes later and we agreed to flee from this hellhole. Wow. That's, that that that's, was that's the best sad. review we've had, I think. The first one was a bit like... Mm. Yeah, you sound like a bitch. But, but, but as soon as you hear people fight, fighting one. on the street, you're like, yeah, that's South Wales. Just, yeah, perfect. Perfect <laughs> description. They walk for four miles. Well, you know, it's like a solid hour of walking. I uh, see. Normally in Merthyr, like you'd be taking your sister's little bike, or using that as your main mode of transport, like a fully grown man riding like a young young girl's bike or something. Or it'd be one of those guys who's got um, what looks like a super bike, but it's actually a one two five. Yeah, um, or a BMX with just a can on the back of it. Make it sound like it's an engine. There's Wales. That's I think that's, that's, that's summarised. We haven't mentioned any of the great spots to visit in Wales. It's, it's beautiful. beautiful. Well, Snowdon, yeah, the north Be- is actually like. There's well, and, a, the, and, and the south just as good. Go to the Gower. Go to Silly yeah, Bay. Sure. Some of the most beautiful beaches. I wanted to talk about Killian, which is a Roman village next to my house. It was the furthest west that Romans got. In, in Britain. 
Oh, okay. stunning! Um, if you get the chance, you haven't been yet. Go to Wales; it's wicked. Don't go to Merthyr. Do, do, do yourself a favour. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's got some natural like beauty. Quite a lot of um, like national parks, actually. Yeah, yeah. The beacons. I'm pretty sure like twenty percent of the whole like area is national parks. It's got a place called Mold. Yeah, yes, Mold. Yeah. Mold. Would, um, I would have loved to talk about Penivan. About the Welsh government's peace agenda, but we haven't got time and no one cares. So I won't bother. Yeah, fuck peace. Careful. <laughs> peace oh. will fuck you up. Oh, no. We're not going to have a Prince of Wales anymore, are we? Well, we are. Uh, we have yes. a new one. Who's going to be the Prince of Wales, though? William. 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 Which one is he? Now, what's he the Prince of... It's, it's the King's Duke He's, he's the Duke, Duke of Cambridge. Ah. Uh, so now, now that now that we have King Charles the Third, whoa! I just saw it on my King phone. King Charles Spaniel. King Charles Spaniel, indeed. Um, this is recorded literally like about an hour after the Queen passed literally, away. Literally, like we were pulling in, and Tom was like, "Whoa!" So it's big. It's big, isn't it? Big things. So we're gonna have Prince Prince of Wales, William. Prince William of Wales. Willem. Will. Gwil. Gwilem. Will by. Um, I remember what. But while we're closing off, I remember when Newport got turned into the city. Well, Wrexham's just become a city now, isn't it? Yeah. Over the weekend. How does that happen? Uh, the, the queen decides. Well, the, well, the, the queen turned the up. She just gets a map out and says, mm, "You." Yes. <laughs> Doesn't Wales have the smallest city? Yeah, St David's in the UK because it's got a cathedral, yeah. therefore making it a city. I didn't know that. Yeah. So you got like ten thousand. Way out west. Way out west in Pembrokeshire. Well, yeah, we butchered a lot of Wales. Um, Gave small tidbits of information. At the same time, you know, we talked about <laughs> that time someone died at a cupcake contest. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, what would you want? A little bit of an insight into our childhoods. Not not the full insight. I didn't get to secondary school. It was dark. Yeah, um, same, same. Uh, that's when I discovered biscuits. That's when I, well, I, I, I discovered biscuits <laughs> out the fucking womb. Like. <laughs> I was basically a, a dairy dunker with legs until I was about 19. Uh, maybe we should do a Wales part two at some point. <laughs> Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, we got Get we got Sam in my chair. We got Chris Beard coming soon. Oh yeah, he's uh, he's a, a Newport native. He is. Well, yeah. um, around the corner. Well, that's Wales. Nostar. Yeah. See you next week. Where are we going? Moldova. Pop, Pop, Moldova. Pop Hoyle. That's goodbye, isn't it? Is it? And push God wibbly wobbly is jellyfish. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.